came at the perfect time. Pop two quarters in Pop Tart and let's get it on. I'm your Huckleberry. You got the touch! It's all in the world only makes sense if you force it to. I know Kung Fu. Show me. And here we go. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start to shit? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? Warp one, end game. Ah, oh, man, that's some heavy shit, man. But you ape, like me, came here to save you. Oh yeah? And who's gonna come to save you, Junior? Yeah. You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Been chopping trees, I've done something new for this fight. It's suicide! You can't win! I drink, and I know things. I am the one who knocks. Are you not entertained? Hey everyone, welcome to the new podcast. We are the Raiders of the Arcade. We say goodnight, uh, farewell, goodbye, goodbye. sayonara. The yes, frack is done. It, it is gone. <laughs> do do you I, have any old? Do you have any any ill will? Any, any parting words? No, I mean I loved I loved the name. Uh, the frack was great. You know, me and you had always said it was great. Um, but you know, it is essentially a, a big fuck to the face, and I I could imagine you know <laughs> you know um, average Johnny Smith saying, "Hey, let me recommend the frack to you know Sally," and you know she just sees it as this dude wants to fuck. You know, it's not really gonna serve its purpose, if you will. And but we didn't have a name yeah. to beat it. It uh, it was definitely awkward at Comic Con or uh, MegaCon to try to get voice actors to say, "Go frack yourself." <laughs> You did get a pretty epic. I did Troy get Baker Troy Barker to. Uh, Troy Barker. Or I did Baker? get him to say it. Baker, Troy Barker. Yes, or Baker? Troy Baker. Okay. Yeah, Troy Barker, uh, a Baker, said it uh, for his classic Joker voice. Did it for us. So anyway, yes, we have rebranded everything. New logo. New. New everything. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Will it blow me away? You're a little staticky, dude. Am I? Yeah. <clears throat> well, it could be, you know, how Comcast, you know, just adjusted my plan behind my back. You know, uh, all of a sudden my bill's gone up no. and my bandwidth has gone down. You don't say. Comcast? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I was really shocked. You know, I got the, the email today telling me my bill was significantly more. And, you know, I thought I was behind, but I had a zero balance. Pulled that up. Saw all these new charges and, you know... Uh, I, I love that it said speeds up to 150, you know, uh, MPS or whatever it is. So it's only obviously yeah, you're gonna, you ain't gonna get that shit wireless. I'll tell you that. Yeah, so I'm not too sure. Although you do have a history in Tallahassee of having some shady uh, internet yourself. So. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, because Comcast has this on a monopoly. There is no other broadband in the entire city. Wow. Your only other option is uh, what they call high speed uh, DSL. Okay. I say fuck that. The only DSL I want is dick sucking lips. I don't want any fucking wow. dial up shit. Wow. Welcome to the Raiders, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome to the R rated show. 
Yeah, there we go. So, you know, in the past, you know, it started off as games. We always like to talk and, and we get derailed, talk about a bunch of other stuff. But, you know, we're going to let you guys know in advance kind of what the topics are up front. Give you an opportunity to see. This one right here is going to be a heavy movie-based cast. It was a long time coming. You guys knew it was going to happen. And it's finally here, Infinity War. It uh, is in the books. We now knocked yep. it out. I saw it on, uh, I actually saw it twice. I saw it on Saturday and I saw it again today just to make sure I wasn't crazy. Uh, the the hype is, was strong. The reviews are just over the top and pretty consistently high. Um, even Rotten Tomatoes is still keeping it in the 90s, you know. Uh, is, it, is it 90s? Last time I checked it was 85. Oh, so it's dropped a little bit. Okay. I don't right. think I ever saw it hit 90s, is it? Yeah, well, it had to start there, right? Had to start. It was started at 100%. Last I saw it was 86. Now it's 84. Okay. All right, so yeah, Big Infinity War. We, we're going to cover this stuff. We're going to crack it open. Um, but first, before we uh, get into that. So we changed the name, Raiders of the Arcade. <clears throat> and I guess a pretty obvious question would be, why the hell did we choose that name? Yeah. So... Um, you know, we had essentially had some other names, you know, villains, heroes, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you guys have been there, done that, heard that before, and we're not any villains. So Raiders is pretty fucking cool, and it obviously symbolizes quite a few things in the pop culture universe, right? Movies? I mean, shit. Number one movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's what it's kind of a pun off of. Yeah, absolutely. Finding that treasure. <laughs> Always. Um... And, of course, you know, we, we generally do uh, have no problems letting people know that uh, shit isn't always sweet and then when there's going to be problems, and uh, it is what it is. But the arcade part of it, man. So why do we why do we choose arcade? For me, it, you know, obviously we're – I don't know how old of our, most of our audience is. I'm 38 years old. So for me, growing up, you know, I spent a lot of time at the arcade – uh, on Saturday mornings, mom would drop me off, or she'd go do our errands, give me twenty bucks, which was amazing. And Fuck I could, yeah. I could sit there and spend all day in the arcade. And it was, I'd have other people there, I'd meet people that I knew there, and it wasn't just a gay place to to play games. It was like you went there to like one play games, two get something to eat, and then three just sit there and talk about video games. We talked about video games, movies, just shit when you were waiting in line for the next one. You put your cooler on top so you were next, and you just sat there and shot the shit. And so for us, it's more than just, hey, an arcade is a bunch of arcade cabinets and that shit. It's about a place where you kind of communate together. Is that the right word? Communate? I don't know if it is or not. Whatever. Congregate. Congregate. You congregate. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, so you gather around. It's like a little campfire for us as kids and – that's what I grew up on. It was, you know, Mortal Kombat, Primal Rage, Street Fighter, Aerosmith, Shooting Guns, Virtual Cop, Pac-Man, you know, you name it. It was all there. Burger Time, one of my favorites, and just doing what we're doing right now. Yeah, no, I hear you, man, and I, I fully agree. You know, I some would say that I'm a tad bit stubborn, and, you know, when <laughs> when I like something, you know, it's very hard to move me from it. But, uh, you know, we discussed, you know, some stories and, you know, how we felt about arcades. And, and I got to agree, you know, if, if there's parts of my past or me growing up that just, you know, stick with me or give me the feels, arcades play a large, a large portion of it. Um, it was one of the few times I can remember really bonding with my older brother. Um, 
of course get into all sorts of stuff uh saw so many game changing games that came out at the time uh yeah you know it, it was it was always something awesome we didn't get to go to the arcade much so when we did it was it was kind of a big spectacle then when we got to go yeah. to you know those big you know for me a big arcade too was like a chuck e cheese because they had the rockets oh, yeah. they had all sorts of stuff so that was crazy showbiz um all sorts of great stuff I mean, I remember, like, I, I am not a NASCAR fan, but Jesus, when they brought that NASCAR, uh, where it had, like, Daytona? the four... Daytona? It wasn't... Yeah, it was Daytona, where it had the four units side-by-side, side, mm -hmm. and you get four yep. friends, and you were racing NASCAR and that shit. Yeah. You know, just that kind of stuff. You know, it was... Uh, so, so was, what's one of... Tell me one of your most fondest memories or stories of uh, you back in the arcade back in the days. It probably revolves around Street Fighter 2. Um, really? It does, yeah. You suck at that game, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I like I said, my mom would give me 20 bucks, and you know, I just remember being the smallest kid there and just going up and you know, putting your quarter up and you were next, and you go up there to play the game, and I, Ken was my guy, and I just I didn't switch from playing him. That's all I played was Ken. And I'd come up, and I would just beat these kids that were like two and three you know, inches higher, taller than me. And I used to get the shit, you know, talk back. And then they started admiring how well you're playing. And I remember just getting down to like that last quarter and putting your quarter in. And I just could not be beaten. And I sat there and it was like, you actually had people coming up behind you and like just watching in the crowds gathering. That was you. always such a cool feeling, man. When you, you feel people there, watching yes. behind you. And you yeah, feel, man. Like, look, and there's like 10 people behind you and you're just you like, feel the pressure too. You do. But you hear the whisperings like, wow, he's really good. And it just made you feel good. It was just one of those, and I never got that with like Mortal Kombat. It was just mm -hmm. something about Street Fighter in the arcade at that time. What was it, 1991? So I was probably like 11 or 12. Yep. Um, it was that was the prime spot for me. Gotcha. Um, you know, I definitely our next episode I, I predicted to be a very heavy uh, game episode, and uh, I definitely want to dig into some of our past arcade games and have you know, we kind talked of like about. A, talk the... about got a war yet we have not tonight's not the night but yes oh, we're, we're going to it is you know. oh god so good ah, save your money guys okay save i'll your save money. for I'll save. <laughs> so um one of my fondest memories you know and there's only a few people that actually know this story but uh, i'll not anymore so, so one of my fondest memories is i actually felt my first boobies up in an arcade dude <laughs> it was great I mean, there was girls in the arcade or was just a really fat kid? No, actually, so when I tell you it's a, you know, in retrospect as an adult, and especially in the day and age that we live, it's actually a pretty shady fucking story. And, and had, you know... Uh, uh, she wasn't like six, was she? No, dude. Okay. <laughs> I, fucking come shame. on, dude. So, <laughs> I was probably... Um, let me see. This would have been like maybe... No, <laughs> This would have been when I lived in this area, it was from like second grade to fifth grade, okay? Um, I had left living in this area probably uh, um, just at the tail end of my fifth grade year, right? So it was it was kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese, I don't remember the name of it, but it, it was a pizza place. It was right off of, um, you know, the main uh, 19 over in Clearwater. Okay. I had went with my aunt. It was my uh, father's sister. Um, real, real cool, but we never saw her. They, we reconnected after, you know, a couple decades, blah, 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 her and my father. 
moving it forward they had those you know those cabinets uh like spy hunter or the sit oh, yeah. down ones like the start and but they had the curtain on them. oh yes okay yep yes. yep yep there was the game uh sinistar remember that run coward remember you were a little spaceship and then the it was like an octagon shaped like demon face it would fly around you know you would oh. have to like mine um google it real quick you would be, you would have to recognize it i am sinistar beware i live Run, run, run! Beware, coward! Run, coward! I hunger. You would be, you would have to recognize it, but it, it was a great game. You had like these space mines from a ship, and I was just playing the shit out of it. And um, all of a sudden, this young lady came up and was just watching me. So of course I continued playing, doing my thing, and then she sat down in the thing with me just like nothing and then she just started talking to me how you doing blah 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 thought everything was good and wait was she, she older than you some, she was much older dude oh, i want to say i want to say she, she got that, raped <laughs> no no i didn't get raped it was really weird she, <laughs> i didn't fucking get raped <laughs> you, you you've blocked out the bad shit I didn't block out the bad <laughs> shit, but she was definitely all up in my space. She was asking me all sorts of questions, who I'm with, you know, uh, how long have we been there, you know, what's my favorite games, uh, blah, blah, blah. And she was talking to me and touching my shoulders and stuff like that. You just got predatored. I think I did, dude. I really <laughs> did. I think that if my um, freaking aunt didn't come around the corner looking for me because the pizza had came and she was coming to get me for the pizza... If they didn't and they didn't find me there, I probably would have been kidnapped, yo. Because I, this lady was there and I started to feel the boobie on the side. You know, just like, just kind of trying to cop a feel. And it was good. And I was like, this is like one of those things in that my dad's magazine that I'm reading. One of those forums. I, 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 I don't understand what's happening. And then my aunt came, got the pizza. I said, I'll be right back. She said, I'll be here. I ate that pizza like no one's business. And when I came back, she was gone. Completely uh, gone. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I could have wound up in the back of a fucking van somewhere. So, Jesus. But I, I felt my first booby. Could you see all ten fingers at all the, at, at all the points? She, she didn't, like, dis- you didn't, you know, she didn't touch you in no places, disappear a finger? No. <laughs> okay. Make sure. Dude, it was like a... Make sure she didn't a... pop that old balloon knot. No, no, it was over span of a couple minutes, you know. Uh, it seemed like an eternity as a, you know, a, a youth, but uh, it it was really weird. But anyways, arcades, I freaking love them. Love the tabletops, you know. The, used to play, uh, uh, love the ones with the cuberts and the. I think we talked about that before, way back in the days. Love those tabletop ones. We'll talk about those later in the future. Or primal rage. <laughs> Fucking the the dinosaur that get up and fart the little stink cloud. Yeah, freaking dinosaur right. fatalities. Yeah, I liked watching, but that one I could never play. Could never play that one. It was. Uh, I know I'm missing some really good ones that I that I've just post street. Well, I mean there was uh, what the hell, Darkstalkers. God, I love that one. Marvel versus Capcom. Um, the originals. I mean, the Darkstalkers was. I loved Darkstalkers. That you know. I really didn't appreciate, you know, of Street Fighter was always cool. It was something about that. That was one of the first fighting games that I played. That and then Yi Ye- Ye- Ar Kung Fu, 
but Ye Ye Kung Fu is more of like an, uh, a a story driven yeah. you know, go level to level fight the guys. <clears throat> but those two, I dropped the, and and uh, karate. You remember the? Uh, oh yeah, karate. Yeah, was it karate all stars? It had the two joysticks and you yep. had to. Yep. Yeah, that was great. I would always play those, but I really didn't get into fighting games. Not until you know maybe teen to young adult. To me, going in, and we don't have too many years between us, but um, the games that I would go play, the Galagas, the Gorfs. Um, I here's a guilty fucking pleasure, dude. I absolutely love the Journey game. Did you ever play that? Journey for the PS4? No, no. I'm talking about Journey, the Rock Band, the video game. No. You've never. I did the Aerosmith one. Did Did I just date myself? You've never played the Journey arcade game? Did you even know one existed? No, I, I knew I knew the the shooting one with uh, like I said Aerosmith, but I didn't know there was a freaking Journey. A shooting one with Aerosmith, it, you know, like a light gun game. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, not that one. Here, here you go. Fucking great soundtrack. You had to play as each uh, band member and kind of like use their instruments to <laughs> pass the levels and like kind of like a Gal Galaga meets Tron style. Um, why can't I fucking send you this attachment? You see that there? Yeah. Yeah, man. So this was 1983. This was, um, you know, uh, Bally Midway put this out. Steve Perry. No one else knows. Nobody knows any of the other guys' names. Steve Perry is the only one from that anyone would know about. The hottest band in the country is about to take over the planet. Is that 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 poster looks really familiar just uh type in journey video game and look at the images of the game yeah dude that was wow, great that was terrible that was awesome <laughs> love this game is that really their heads cut off like that yeah man they were kind of like uh big heads if you will uh, that's pretty bad had a great soundtrack it was Come on, man. This was awesome. I mean, I'm sure, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure back in the day that looked pretty good. Um, it's like, holy shit, the real faces are in the game. This is before Johnny Cage. Right, so I was nine years old when I was playing this. So, yeah, did you ever play Gorf? Uh, I, that one sounds familiar. Very much like a Galaga one or Phoenix. Do you remember that? Yes. That was cool. Those were all kind of like a very similar style games and of course you know i love the tron arcade cabinet with the light cycles and the deadly discs um those were kind of like the what 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 was the um the golden game for you like the one that you always hoped that you get to the arcade it was there or maybe that you heard about like you remember when dragon's layer first came out you had only a couple arcades would carry it so you may have had to go to a different location and you were hoping that it was there but of course, then if it was, there was a long fucking line and you had to wait and the motherfucker had all the quarters up on the top and on the bottom. Dragon's Lair was one for me. Yeah, Dragon's Lair was was definitely... It was, it was For me, Dragon's Lair was always broken. I don't know why, but every time I would go to play that someplace, it was always broken. Either it was the, one of the first Laserdisc games, if I'm not mistaken, right? For at home? No, I'm talking about for the arcade. Oh, was it? See, I don't know. I never cracked. I never heard it. Seen it cracked okay. open. But I know at home, but yeah, it was a laser disc. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, that was oh every time we'd go there is either have like a thing on the side of it like out of order, or you'd try to use the joystick to go left and right. And then it was just like nothing would respond. Yeah, that one was always out of service. I mean, Street Fighter, like I said, was probably another one that when that caught on, it was just like wildfire. Like that just game, that game took over. You go into the arcade and like the lines for that would be out the mm-hmm. door, and you're like, crap. If you didn't get there early enough, everyone was on that. And then the same thing kind of happened with Mortal Kombat. It kind of stuck somewhere. And so they'd go back and forth for a few years with those. Yeah, Dragon's Lair and Mortal Kombat were the only games that I really remember there being massive backups with. Yeah. They were, uh, they were game industry changing. What were you say? Trying to think. Um, another big one for me would probably either be turtles in time um, and if you could get four players on the amount of quarters that i pumped into that thing that game was set up to rob you oh god i felt all I, of those were the x-men versus the uh oh yeah what was it x-men arcade and uh uh they had a couple one they had a couple different x-men ones it was all the same the, the same premise it was, uh, what was it the simpsons yeah, um, I loved the R- the uh, RC one. It, it was like um, had two steering wheels, and you had the foot pedals, and they were kind of like diagonal side by side, and it was like an RC Pro Am, but it wasn't. It was more of a truck based game, um, uh, and cars and shit. I remember that. That was one of the few racing games that I would play. Was uh, someone creeping in your yard or something, man? Yeah, hold, hold pause there for a second. I think my dog's yeah, getting yeah. the food. Star Wars. It's great in the arcade. Whoa! The TIE Fighters! Fireballs! Coming right at me! Watch the laser towers. Aim for the tops. Pick in the cannons. Use the force. They're coming too fast! It's way! It's way! My shields are gone! All right! Stop going in! Oh, some game, huh? Some game! In a galaxy of video games, there is only one. Star Wars. Well... This episode was supposed to be about Infinity War, but instead we're talking about old arcade games. So possibly episode 77 should be the episode about Infinity War that you probably tuned in to listen to. But you didn't get because once again we went right off the tracks. Train right off the tracks. Yes, indeed. In the two-dimensional world of video dots and dashes, flat blips and formless blobs, one video arcade game soars a dimension above the rest. Saxon! Experience the control as you climb and dive. Feel the power as you attack and evade. Discover a new level of excitement with the true feel of action in three dimensions. Saxon, from the master design engineers of Sega. Yeah, what other game? Well, I mean, this isn't really an arcade game, but like, I'm kind of rolling the ball here. But like, games like uh, the Street Fighter, or the, the 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 Turtles in Time, and the Simpsons, and all that shit reminds me of like Streets of Rage. It's probably Streets of Rage Two. Mm-hmm. That whole side beat 'em up game was yep. one of my favorites. Like, I, I loved that style, and that that's gone. Like that game, that that style of game is gone. Uh, my folks used to, for a while, work in uh, you know one of the malls. They worked at a jewelry store. You know they were the jewelers there, and um, I used to have to go to the work with them, stay there for hours at a time. And at one of the malls, they had you know like a little right in the middle of the mall, maybe like six games back to back. 
yeah. there was always this one game called Rastan that was there. It's kind of like Golden Axe. You remember that? It was kind of yeah. like a side-scrolling one. Yeah, I used to love that. Love that one. And then I remember when Hydro Thunder came out. That was a big oh, buzz because you got to sit down in that, and that was it had that yes. force feedback fighting with you. That was pretty cool. Then they came out with the not the Hydro Thunder, but there was the one with the the jet, not the jet ski, the uh, what the hell is that thing? The ice the ice mobile. The hell that thing's called? Ski mobile. Yes, Arctic. No, was it Arctic, Arctic Thunder? Yes, Arctic Thunder. They and that wound up coming out on the uh, consoles, I believe, yep. too. But yeah, I remember that. You hop it on that thing, and yeah, girls love that because of the force yep. feedback. They just didn't <laughs> understand. It's, it's it's old age symbian, right? Is that what it's called? <laughs> just slap a willy on it, right? Um, oh, shit. Yeah, man. There were there was a lot of great games and a lot of good times in the freaking arcade, dude. Um, what was one of your favorite video game movies that was part of that? Now, you can't be an adult teen. I'm talking about when you were younger. That kind of, like, helped your whole love and just everything of games and just kept pulling you in. If that question, uh, with probably without a doubt, the movie Wizard. The Wizard. <laughs> Little Freddy Savage. Yeah, I, I just remember, like, wanting to be in that movie and the that kid that that dickhead with the power glove i always wanted a power glove i love the power glove it's so bad yeah well uh just keep your power gloves off her pal huh parents never bought me one probably in hindsight not a bad not a bad decision by the parents good good one on you dad um but i still want i got i still want to buy one today for 50 bucks and just put it on my shelf because I just wanted that damn thing. Yeah, it was like the Infinity Gauntlet before the Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. Did uh, uh didn't didn't the dude that ha- that put on you know the punk that you're talking about? Yes, I think you I know, told uh, you about him. He's like a pedophile. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He he looked like it too. Yeah, there but that was. Something up I mean, there too. that was back when you know we didn't have smartphones and the internet, and so. You just went to this movie thinking, hey, this movie's about video games, and all of a sudden, bam, Super Mario 3. And you're in the, yeah. theater, like, you're in the theater looking at your friends like, is this shit real? Like, is, it, is this game real? And sure enough, that's how they debuted it. That That's cool. See, they don't do stuff like that too often. No. You know, that was really cool. I definitely remember that. That reminds me that of uh, the first Mario that I had played was at a laundromat. They had it there. And uh, we have to had to go on the weekend, you know, and sometimes take care of that stuff. And, you know, quarters were very scarce because we had to use them for the laundry. But sometimes yeah. my mom, you know, would flip me a couple, and that was pretty amazing. Another big one that I can remember playing was NBA Jam. For someone who's not a huge basketball fan, uh-huh. like that game was just, oh, you know. Yeah. Boom shakalaka! Yeah. yeah. He's on if fire. If you knew the codes, oh, that was great. <laughs> Hitting the fadeaway three in the corner was fucking great. Yeah, those were... Uh, those those were, were great times with that. What was the question I just asked you? Because I, I, I needed movie? to answer. Yes, okay, so my movie. This is one of the movies that when I was watching when I was younger, it made me fall in love with games and, and obviously a lot of other things connected to this movie. I don't know what it was about it, but to me it was kind of magical, like E.T., type of shit at least for me it's called cloak and dagger oh yeah with dabney coleman yep. the whole spy game and the cartridge and uh 
man, that was a cool movie. I haven't seen it in 30 years. <laughs> 30 plus years so i don't know how well it's going to translate Isn't there like a, a marvel version of that that's not the same well actually they're yeah there's cloak and dagger that they've been part of you know inter but they're different with the but Avengers different. for years what like do you mean not, different the dabney coleman thing is not the same as what the no nothing to do with it at all yeah, that so that's what confused me because i knew back me. then Yes, yes. It, I heard they're making a Cloak and Dagger movie. I'm like, fuck yeah. And they're like, and here's the black and white stars. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, oh, I'm like, that's not what I remember. Yeah, they do have that one coming out on, I think it's Freeform. And the trailers and some of the footage for it looks pretty solid. But back in the days, yeah, I remember, I think that's one of the movie, one of the reasons why I was interested in it because of the title, Cloak and Dagger. I was like, hey, yeah. that's that comic book that I've seen. And of course, being that age what six seven years old yeah and the dagger's outfit was unfucking believable i mean it just has this slit from like top of her chest all the way down showing the belly button so i was like wow i gotta see this movie and it turned out to be this video game movie with spies and gadgets and some people got killed and you know it, it was yeah. killer I just love that so that was kind of like the birth of it all yeah cloak and dagger was a great one what is the um it's the same kid from uh et but what is the uh god what the hell is it called it's something cube there's a movie about a cube gleaming the cube a skateboarding movie yeah is that what it is was that skateboarding well, t tell me more i think that is it okay yeah, there was Gleaming the Cube. It was one of the first skateboarding movies way back in the days. But I thought I remember more of it being like in, in a video game or something. Was I wrong? Gosh, it's been so long since I've played that. Um, yeah, Brian's that, adopted uh, brother is killed when he discovers he's shopping or sent. That's, uh, that's not it. No, it, this is a movie where these, these kids go into like this virtual reality world and there was something with like a, like a cube in their hands and i fuck that's yeah, i'm looking at pictures of that that that's definitely not it would you remember anybody in it no all right and it was definitely like a virtual reality type of yeah. movie Twelve virtual reality movies of the nineties. I mean, let's Google this. Yeah, I'm looking at them too. I've got Ready Player One, Equilibrium, Lawnmower Man. Yeah, those um, Lawnmower Man. Oh God, with that movie's bad. Matrix, Inception, Total Recall, Tron, Tron Legacy. Brain scan. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic. Remember that shit? Arcade. I wonder if it. No, it's not arcade. Thirteenth Floor. The Gamer. Two thousand nine. No, this is, like, this is like. Yeah, this is like early nineties or mid nineties. Uh, video drone debbie harry james wood that's uh, probably not it uh dreamscape dreamscape was it a horror based one dude i wish Spy i could I I, kids i wish i could remember the cube there's a movie called cube cube 2 canadian psychological thrill the sequel to the cube released in uh that's probably not it maybe maybe it is with the cube 97 hold on no that's fear and paranoia that's not it 
Well, folks, those uh, are your clues. I, yeah, I, if I you wish... can figure that movie out and you contact us at RaidersOfTheArcade at gmail.com, you win a prize. What that prize is, is we don't know yet, but we'll definitely figure something out cool for you. Let us know what the hell Mike's talking about. We'd appreciate it. Wish I could fucking tell you who it was. So yeah, I'm not too sure which one that is. Maybe Gleaming the Cube. There might have been an arcade sequence in that. I don't know. But no, but they no, they never went into a virtual reality world for that. So definitely not. And you know, Trons. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to ask somebody. I do not know. We'll have to ask the. But we briefly touched on uh, God of War. Yeah. You might as well talk about it now. Well, since this I, is all I, games. I mean, so did you know that there's actually their homage to Infinity War? There's Infinity Stones in God of War. He's got a gauntlet. Really? Yeah. And so they've given him different names. So the Soul Stone is called uh, Andvari's Soul. The Reality Stone is called Asgard's Stone of Existence. The Space Stone is the Eye of the Outer Realm. Ivaldi's corrupted mind is the mind stone. Musfelheim's eye of power is the power stone, and Njord's temporal stone is the time stone. And you can equip each. You can only equip one stone at a time. But he's got this gauntlet that he wears, and you can change the stone out. And then like, there's pictures of him like punching with it, and it puts off like this massive blast, like Thanos does. So, have you played this part, or no? I've never seen this. Huh. This guy's level eight, so I'm assuming I haven't seen it yet. But that looks maybe. It, yeah, that that's definitely piqued my curiosity. I wonder how that translates. About how many hours are you in on it? I've probably put in no less than maybe ten, <laughs> ten, fifteen, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to the top of the peak where you're supposed to take the wife's ashes, and then you find out that that's not the highest mountain that. The highest mountain in all the realms is in like Fjordheim or somewhere else, so I've got to go there instead. And now I know that Odin's so, children are tracking me down now. So, I mean, this is the same Kratos, so you're saying he's taking whose wife's? Did he remarry? And that's how yes. he has this kid? He, he okay. remarried. Uh, okay. that's, how he's, that's how he's had Atreus. Um, she's died, and her last wish was to have her ashes spread on the highest peak of the highest the highest peak in all the realm. Is it a spoiler on how she died? Or yep, is it just one of those natural Maybe things? it is. Oh, um, you haven't gotten to that. They haven't yep. revealed it. They're doing it like she's, Memento style. She's just dead, and the, the movie starts off, or the game starts off with you hacking a tree down and carrying it back to put underneath of her pyre to burn her body. Hmm. And, uh, you know, your son's like always kind of like, I wish mom was here. And he says that he hears her speaking. And he's like, quiet, boy, you don't hear nothing. She is gone, blah, blah, blah. And then you start feeling like the kid is hearing things. But the entire time I've been playing up to this point, the kid still has no idea his dad is a god. Okay. Despite the fact that his dad is literally picking up tree limbs, like like massive trees. Um, The things that he does, the kid's like, how did you do that? So is this kid a little dumb? No, I think the kid... They did it in a good way where it looks like the kid has never seen other adults. Like okay. he, just, he just knows his dad, and his dad is very strong. So he's never, I think, not known someone that can do what his dad does. 
Gotcha. But the dad has never told him who he really is. He has no idea that he's a god. Are do you play as the son at all? No. Okay. So is he an is he a necessity? Is he just like following around like that that weird um, girl in um uh, what is it Shadow of the Claw not Shadow of the Colossus Ico? Is it like Ico where you just hold she, someone's hand no, and he, follow him around? He is very very useful. <laughs> he is very useful. He um you can like. You can equip him to do different things. His arrows do different things. Commanding him to do things is very simple. Um, when you say upgrades, command, kind of like would I would I imagine that to be something like Ghost Recon, where I just throw up the D pad and, and you no, know. much easier. So okay. if you just hold um, one of the buttons and move your target around and aim it on something, he'll and just tap the button, he'll automatically fire. Or if you're fixated on something, you just tap the square button and he'll start shooting his arrows at your target for you. Um, depending on how the character that you're fighting, whatever enemy you're fighting, if that's certain level of health, he'll run in and jump on its back and use his bow to pull their arms back and it allows you to bring your axe straight down in their head and cut him in half. Uh, it, it's it's so good. Uh, the kid does not get in the way. Um, the conversations are so good. So like when you're traveling and by boat or doing something, the kid will say, hey, tell me a story. And Kratos will be like, there was a tortoise and there was a hare. And the tortoise beat the hare. He's like, how? I don't know. Like, he, he, and he just cuts it off, and he's like, that doesn't seem like a good story. And he's like, quiet boy. <laughs> like, did he stand there? Did he stand there? Because and he was invisible, and he moved really <laughs> slowly. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, so fucking but, stupid. The 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 humor is actually really good because he just doesn't. Kratos is not a humorous guy. Right. You get several points like, man, he's kind of being a dick, but at the same time, you can see like there's a lot of moments where like the kid's not feeling like he's kind of off put by the dad, and like Kratos will come up behind him and, and just kind of go to put his hand on his back, but just kind of pulls away and brings his hand back down. Like he just he doesn't know what he's doing. He's so he's mm -hmm. been so far removed from his last son and everything that he's done. I he's just afraid. I think he's afraid to love again. And so uh, there's this really the story is really really good. But aren't we all aren't we all just afraid to love again? Yeah. But I will say <laughs> there's uh oh fuck I'll just put it out there the there's a there's a fight that I did that the smile on my face when I knew what I was about to fight um you're you're on this little rickety uh, platform that's being pulled up to the peak of a mountain. These enemies drop down and you're chopping them up and it gets stuck and he's got to get between the thing and use his legs and he pushes it and breaks it free and it starts going up again and then there's this huge dark hole and you see these eyes light up and you're like, fuck. <laughs> and what is it? It's a dragon. That looks, a dragon? It looks like a cross between something from Final Fantasy and a hammerhead shark and a and a dragon and this thing comes out and its claws slam into the table into the thing that you're standing on and he starts hacking away at the toes and then it, it gets caught on its back and it drags you and a, you know, the whole platform of you and your kid and all through the mountain into the outside and it jumps and spins around and the kid's like are we going to fight this and he's like yes he's like can we beat it and he's like if we have the right something or other and so he's like, go up on that platform. So he goes up to this other guy, and then you are, you were gonna fight this dragon, and I was just like, oh fuck yes, 
and he the the whole battle is great. And then after you do what you got to do, I'm not gonna I don't want to spoil how it ends or not. He just comes off, he slides down, and you just kind of see him kind of like roll his shoulder, just kind of like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> it is this perfect like, just don't fuck with me. Like it was just, and the kids like, you did it, you killed a dragon. How did you do that? And he's like, we must move it along, boy. Let's go. Like he has no patience at all. But it's a moments like that just make that game so good so one of the guys that helps us out on on the raiders facebook page um ryan he had posted something that was like kratos and alluded to him being like a disappointed father like he's uh you know i took it as kind of like a gag but it makes it seem like uh he's always disappointed in this kid is this kid like a chump is he no 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 um he's he's not ready to accept that his son is ready to move on so in the beginning like the kid says something like i haven't been sick in a really long time i'm better now i can do this and so he takes the kid out on like a hunting thing to hunt for uh, a deer and the kid just couldn't pull the trigger and he's like line your shot up and the kid gets frustrated he gets the shot and then right in the very beginning of the game it's after he shoots it and the, the thing's lying there, and he's like, gives the kid the knife and the kid's kind of like sitting with the blade over the over the deer and he can't, the hands are shaking. He's like, I can't. And Craig just quietly grabs his hand, puts his fist over it and slowly pushes it into the deer slowly and then like lets his hands go as the kid finishes it. That moment will give you like goosebumps because it's just like you're, you're, you're seeing the deer like die slowly and it's like, he forces the kid to do it. Um, and then something else happens and he's like, you're not ready, but he knows that he has to climb this mountain because they're, they know who he is now. The gods with him being a God of a different realm coming into theirs. They don't like that. And managed under the radar all this time. And somehow we don't know how yet, but somehow they figured out that he is there. And so the sons of Odin are, are coming for him. They don't want him in his realm. So the very, if you watch, I think I sent you that clip where the skinny little guy in tattoos comes up and starts talking. That's Balder. That's one of Odin's sons. Um, and just wants answers. He's like, I know what you are. Just tell, just say it. And he's like, leave. And he, the two of them get into this epic fight in the backyard and you're punching each other through trees and watching them explode and splinter all over the place. And, by the time they're done that the two of them are just saturated in blood it's all over them all over the thing it is it's probably one of the best intros in a game it's so hmm. uh, definitely got Sam a little more interested it's I'm... it's not anything like the previous three nothing like them all the fights are very close up with the camera angle um, the dialogue is very reminiscent of Naughty Dog's like Uncharted series where it never really stops. As you're walking around, they'll continue to talk to each other. Yeah, that last Uncharted, the way they did that was just it's pretty very much like that. Epic. Yeah. Yeah. So the there dialogue was times I didn't I there was times that I didn't realize the transition from game to cutscene yeah. happened. So in this, there is no it's one single camera shot. It never pans away. It's always on them. It, it, um, the camera never cuts. It always flows. 
There's no cutscene. It, it it just flows from one thing to the next. So there's no loading screens. There's no loading times. It just flows from one to the next. And it, it's it, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is. It is really really. I mean, it's one hell of an achievement. I'll play it when it's thirty bucks. Yes, indeedy. It's. <laughs> I'm enjoy. I'm enjoying it now. It's money well That's spent. Good. That's good. I hear you. I'm still playing Overwatch, guys, if you didn't realize it. All right, Mike, so, yo, we're 48 minutes in, and we didn't discuss anything about Infinity War except for a couple maybe jibber-jabs here and there, which people probably didn't get. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think this is the episode. We we have somebody you said was going to join us. Uh, we may have to get Tom and somebody else on here just to, uh, to ricochet. Yeah. I think our opinions might be too similar for once. <laughs> Yeah, and and um, you know me and Tom saw it today. You know Tom gave it a sol- a solid seven, seven and a half. Um, you know, but he he wasn't fully vested, as you guys know, in you know the whole Marvel universe. So he kind of came in as, as somewhat of a noob to this. Uh, Mike gave it a. Are you still sitting on that seven? Uh, yeah, I, I've come up since since I first saw it. I was about a six, but then I think about it a little bit more. But I still came away disappointed, and like I wish. I could say why. I yes. don't know. There's well, we'll we'll, we'll dig I into that to on the next. But yeah, we'll 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 definitely break it down. It may uh, take place tomorrow. This will be a quick cut here. Um, I will say that I think my favorite character from the entire movie is Thanos. Thanos. Yeah. Okay. Right. I I, I uh, literally felt for not that I condone murder or genocide. But I felt no. for him. Mike, I'm I'm glad to know that <laughs> you don't that stand by PSA, those things. <laughs> I don't suggest murdering anybody. But okay. I I liked the human side of him. That was more it, it made him more than just a 2D villain that they've all had. Like he had a reason for doing what he did. And you could see that it even pained him to have to continue to do what he was going to do. Um, which made a lot more depth to the character. And I just, I, I had a really hard time believing after watching, and I'll trash DC here for a second, because you look at fucking uh, Steppenwolf, and you look at Thanos, I had a hard time believing that that was freaking motion capture CG. I mean, Yeah, there was de- so de- definitely a difference real. in the two. There's definitely a difference in the two. Um, I, I, right now, I did see it twice, um, and I'm sitting on kind of like a six and a half, you know, there's some things that I appreciated more the second time, but then I caught some other issues. Uh, the action sequences were hot. We'll discuss those in depth in the next one. My biggest issue is all the plot holes, all the MIA people with no explanations, and if they were, they were kind of bullshit. And um, ultimately, uh, there wasn't really any consequence amongst the, the big trinity of names thor cap hulk uh that's not trinity that's and now i'm going into four but um who's the other iron, iron man. man well i mean we can briefly get into that was one of my main issues and I, I won't go i won't go into some of the other things but one of the things is i felt like perturbed that marvel played it safe yes you wiped out some, and I heard people coming out of the theater crying, and all these people were so upset. And I'm shocked, and I'm like, "Fuck you! Don't give me that shit." Because we all, you played it safe, Marvel. We know that Spider-Man is not dead. There is, spoiler, there is a Spider-Man two confirmed. 
There's a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 confirmed for 2020. Like, none of these characters are dead. They're still negotiating Black Panther, but it's inevitable. It's inevitable. He's the hottest commodity why on the block right now. Why wouldn't you take the risk and kill Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, all of which do not have any planned titles coming up next to put more question or more doubt, more weight behind your decision but no, you played it safe and you left them all alive. And and, and with like... and with all yeah, and with all that being said, that isn't those aren't my biggest issues. We'll go into depth the next time about it, but I mean and you know, we're not saying don't see it. It's just no, it's... you know, ten ten years in the making and, and this was the, the th- and better than than so many other things, but Yes. It, to me, it was like you know, you guys got sloppy in a lot of areas, and there's I, a lot I, of things. To, and and maybe we'll get the payoff in Avengers Four with I a lot so. of these problems that we're talking about. But come on, guys. I uh, on. I think Marvel set their bar for themselves. I don't think DC is anything close to what these guys have done. Any of the DC movies compared to this film, but and that's hard for me to say. But th- I mean, compared to what they've done, but compared to and i know you're not a big fan of it but for thor ragnarok you look at that or black panther your favorite might you know flip-flop back and forth with thor and black panther but they set certain bars you know 97 percent on one and 93 percent on the other one and this just i don't know if it was the how they broke them into groups and that groups just didn't work for me if it was the fact that all of these heroes never shared the screen together as one big unit but I guess that's what's coming in the second one, I hope. Um, and then that scene in Wakanda with all the... There's, ah, you know, ah, I, I will say this. All, no, it has nothing to do with Wakanda. It was just all yeah. the soldiers coming down on one side and all the little monsters coming up on the side and then boom in the middle. And I'm like, I have seen that a billion times. It's saw it in Lord you know, of the Rings. I've seen it in every... Enough with that fucking shit. We got it. That is the most trope bullshit war thing I've, it's just god how many times have we you know, seen that action scene oh right i mean come on how many times have we no, seen that oh, action it, scene? It, 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 the the breach of the dome and and the way that happened yes it was very similar but this was done in epic fashion if you will but yeah i i get the close-up it, stuff, well, it but i'm saying it, like that whole scene coming to it's like jesus i, I saw it brave heart it's, it's come on guys yeah, think of something yeah, but you had Mumbaku. I do like Ooh. him. I do like Ooh. Mbaku. I do like <laughs> he him. He had like three lines and they were subtitled and that that guy's the shit. I do I like, like him. See, and that's again, my whole thing with Black Panther is not so much the movie, it's fucking Black Panther. He sucks. Once it, he's walking down the street uh, down the thing. I'm I actually did my Black Panther impression because it's just a, it's one yeah, how how's he sound? He's just like, uh, what what's some of the characters' names? Get this man the shield. I talk like this, and I do not go up or down. I talk very consistently and do not show any kind of emotion. It's just blah 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 blah. You see Mbaku out there, nah. and he's like boom boom. He has energy. He's Black Panther has no energy. But he's in the suit and the helmet's nah. on, and he's ripping ass and shit, ripping people's faces off. Great, but the character and the actor has no range. 
Nah, he's a cool ass brother, man. Oh, he's not. Yeah, man. Yeah, he is, dude. I understand, man. Do you can can you do James Brown? Can you do the James Brown or the Sherman Hemsley? No. No. Okay. So there it is. That's why you just you just not recognize cool. I, I can look at other people in that movie and say, these guys stole the show. Fucking Michonne stole that movie for me. She stole this movie. She had better no. rights. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, so so thank, thank you, folks, for listening to the inaugural edition. When she saw Scarlet and she's like, why the hell is she not down here? No, that was Come a good on. line. That was a, that, that was a great line. She and, was and great. I, yeah, I love Denai. You know, she's great. I'm not pulling anything away from her. She, um, but, I want her no. to have room. I really do. Well, you know, they. Uh, I had read. I had read this, and we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Um, I had read that Tess, Tessa Thompson. Oh, she did. Gorgeous, gorgeous ass Tessa Thompson. No, she's not. She's MIA. She yeah. is. She's MIA. No, we're we're not we're not gonna open this up. But Tessa Thompson, gorgeous. You know, Janelle Monae, Tessa Thompson. Anyways. Um, she has she's pitching an all females Avengers or Avengers style group thing, you know, think Birds of Prey or you know how they're doing the sirens, um, to Marvel and everything right now. So explain to hopefully me, explain something. to me where she is. Well, that there lies one of the problems. Where's I mean, where's your boy? Where's your boy Cord? You didn't see no dead. rocks, no rubble. Look. Did you see any rubble, any rocks, any? Floating? I mean, let's let's Did look you? at it. There was, Co- there hey, was the... cockroach, co- cockroaches can survive All I'm anything. Is, there was one big ship, and when we see mm-hmm. it, it is leveled, and even Thor is lying there on his back. And how did they leave Thor? They blew the whole shit up, and one god survived. Nah, um, I I know that you're wrong, and I'm gonna send you a story real quick that explains that directly from Marvel. They have an explanation. I'm sure they do. Um, yeah, but uh, that was weak, you know. Can we just uh, briefly touch on the Hulk getting his ass destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> Divin- hey, all, what what he we le- what you learned from and blindsided you lear- Thanos, but when Thanos yeah, stood up, <laughs> he he showed him that he could float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. He, <laughs> he jabbed him in the neck. Boom! Yeah, that, that was good. That was punch good. and he put Hulk down out cold. Down. That yeah. punch should have killed a specific somebody. Yeah, so same I know, punch, good stuff. same punch. But when he did it the second time, he had all six stones. That motherfucker should have died. Okay, I'm not taking the bait. It's <laughs> late. It's late. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode, but it's actually going to be listed as 76. Raiders of the Arcade. Yep. This is Jay. Mike. And we'll catch you next time. Check the sites. Hopefully Facebook approves us. And is it going to be... Sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Fucking Facebook. And check the next episode, All Infinity War. You got two of them coming. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace.